0: Hey, we're so glad you're here at church today. Uh, God loves you so much. Um, right now we're doing a series called Iceberg Living. Iceberg Living. If you saw an iceberg floating, uh, what you would see above the surface is just 10%. 90% of that iceberg is underneath. It's under the water where you cannot see it. The visible that seen is actually held up by what is unseen, what is unvisible. And uh, if you wanted to see a really high iceberg, a towering, impressive iceberg, you would really want to see a deep iceberg because it's a deep, the deeper it goes, the higher that iceberg is. And you know, we've been talking about that. Jesus has called us to iceberg living. In Matthew 6, 6, it says this. It says, but you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you've shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Jesus is calling us, I believe, to iceberg living, to connect with God in prayer, spending time with Him in His presence uh, when no one else can see it. In that secret place. And in doing so, you'll be able to experience the fullness that God has provided through Jesus. That you'd be able to walk in all that God has planned for you. Time with Him in the secret place, God uses to prepare you. To position you for those divine connections. Those God appointments. those, Those only God moments. God uses uh, those t- the secret place to really produce within you, to produce his spirit, to produce you know, uh, his character in you. He also uses it to give you direction. I believe God will reward, the scripture says, reward what you do in private, connecting with him in public. That God will reward what you do in private, in public. And just as an iceberg uh, the high, if you want a higher iceberg, you need to go deeper. If we want to go deeper, if we want to have uh, what God has for us in our lives, we need to go deeper. And then God will then reward us openly where other people can see. You know, iceberg living is for you, but it's not about you. It's so that God can show his goodness in your life so other people can taste and see that God is good. That the goodness of God leads people to repentance so that they, they can see your life, that little bit above the surface, that what they can see and say, wow, God is so good. But what's actually holding that up is underneath that iceberg living, that time of connecting with God, being with him, and then people will see what God has for you. I've been loving this series. I've been absolutely loving this series, Um, not just because I titled it and not just because I was like, oh, this would be great. But because of the testimonies of people who they've started to iceberg it, where they've started to spend more time with God, spending time with him. And God has just been confirming, answering prayers, bringing breakthrough, uh, divine connections, favor. Uh, It's just been awesome. And uh, I've been doing it in my life since I've been really studying. I'm like, okay, I want to up the ante in iceberg living. In spending more time with God. In connecting with Him. Going deeper. And it's been absolutely God has been over the top of divine connections. Where tomorrow I'm actually going to meet someone who, who I've been listening to his podcast for like eight years. He didn't know me before, but God just worked it out where... From the U.S. and God, God worked it up where he's just said, hey, I want to just connect with you. I didn't even reach out to this guy. I don't even know how to reach out to this guy. But God made it happen where he, te- I, I got his number and he said, hey, I want to come fly down. as a God connection, right? There's been so many things of uh, even with Levi. Uh, My son, year and a half old, he loves diggers, and so last week, he really wanted to see a digger. We prayed for a digger, boom, we saw an excavator right there, and uh, yesterday, it happened again, where it was like, Levi was like, I really want to see a digger, except he didn't use that many words. He just went, digger, 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 and I'm like, But we're not going to see one, but okay, let's pray. And sure enough, we're driving inner city. All of a sudden, uh, the traffic stops. We're right there with the construction. He stops, and there drives a digger, and he parks right in the road. And so God's goodness stopped, and I thought, hey, God cares about the big things, the little things. I love what Mark Batterson says. He says, if you pray to God regularly, irregular things will happen on the regular. I'm excited for you and for us as a church as we iceberg live, as we spend time with God in the secret place, in a one on one time with Him where no one else can see what God will do in your life, the divine connections, what God has for you, the provision. I'm just excited for that. Hey, this week we're going to continue the series, and if you're taking notes, uh, the title is Exhale. <sighs> exhale. Exhale. Um, did, did you ever, do you like swimming in swimming pools? Yeah, I like uh, the smell of chlorine, the pretty much guarantee that when you put your socks on in the dress room, you're going to step in a puddle and get damp or, you know, so that's sort of how I feel about it. But, um, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, um, we'd go to the public pool and I was actually a little fearful. I was a little fearful of the really deep. When I was ever around deep water, I was always a little bit fearful. But do you remember those, like, diving rings? Did you ever do that? Okay, so there were these, like, plastic diving rings, yeah? And they're, like, rubber, and you'd throw them into the pool, and then you'd dive down and try and get them. Or, in my case, attempt to get them. Because what I would do is, so you throw them into the deep, and I'd go, and I'd want to go, okay, I'm going to go for it. And I'd take a big breath, (gasps) and then jump in and try and dive. And I'm in the deep and I'm like trying to go and every time I'd only get about like a foot down and then I'd float back up. No, and so I'd just try harder. So I'd go down uh, ju- and just try diving more, and I'd just work so hard, try to get so deep just to get that ring, but I never did. I always, I popped up like a little buoy. Like a nine-year-old Josiah would be swimming, trying to get it, and I'd be seeing it way down there, but I'd only get like a foot down, and I'd pop back up. I could never get any deeper. And there was a reason, actually, to it, I discovered. Um, I'm not going to say that it was just in my adult life a few months ago. But this is what I discovered. It is I couldn't dive deep because there was something that I wasn't doing and something that I was full of. Because whenever I went into the deep, I was so afraid that I was in the deep, I never exhaled. So my lungs, because I'm a little freaked out, there's deep water, I'm like... "Mm -hmm." And so I would take a deep breath in and jump in, but my lungs were completely full of water. And when I was in the water, I pretty much held my breath, and I would try to dive down, and I never exhaled. And because of all this air in me, I was very buoyant. I, I would go try to go down and then pop back up. And I couldn't dive down. Because why? Because I was full of something. I was full of a bunch of hot air. Um, but... And I could never get it because I didn't exhale. But if I was to exhale, I could go down deeper. I could go down a little further. I could go into the deep water. You know, I think when it comes to our prayer life, our our time with God, iceberging it, when we hear Jesus calling us, hey, iceberg it. Iceberg living. Spend time with me. Hey, have a deeper relationship with me. And all I think just about all of us, if not all of us, would say, yeah, I want that. Right? But have you ever felt like nine-year-old Josiah when it comes to prayer? Where it's like you try to go deeper in your relationship with God, but it's like you only go so far and then you pop back up. It's like I can try so hard, but I can only go so far, right? It's like, I want to go deeper, but I can't. When we hear Matthew uh, 6, 6, when he says, hey, uh, uh, iceberg live, and I think we all say, yeah, I want to. Yes, I want to go deeper. But at times, have you ever felt like that? Like 9-year-old Josiah, you try to go deeper, but instead you more pop up or you can only go so deep you only go so deep. And at times, I think it's because just like nine-year-old Josiah, I was full of something. I was full of air, so I could only go so deep. It was only when I exhaled that I could go deeper. I think at times, we uh, we can be full of something that prevents us from going deeper in our relationship with God, deeper in prayer, to really iceberg live, and it really makes us buoyant. And I think it's full of this. I think it's Full of my, like here's what I mean. When in prayer, when you're full of my God, my will. This is what I want, God. These are my plans. Bless my plans. You know, God, this is my time frame. I've sent you the Excel spreadsheet. Please step accordingly. Right when we are full of my, um, I think we'll only ever be able to go so deep in our relationship with God. When, it's, when we're holding on to, this is my plan, my will, this is what I want, we'll only ever to be able to go so deep with God. I think at times, if I'm honest, there's been times where my prayers have been more like this. It's like, God, my kingdom come. God, my will be done as it is in my heart. Uh, give me my daily bread right now. Right? Um, and I think my causes us to be buoyant. That when we're holding on to these are my plans, these are what my, 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 it causes us to be buoyant. Uh, In order to go deeper in iceberg living, we want to exhale the my and replace it. You know, in the same message where Jesus calls us to iceberg living, in that same sermon, Jesus also, I believe, tells us something so pivotal in how we can get rid of the my and how we can go deeper with him. In Matthew 6, 9, it says this, pray like this, our Father dwelling in heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be filled on earth. We acknowledge you as provider and all we need each day. Forgive us uh, our wrongs we've done to others. Release forgiveness to those who've wronged us. Uh, this is also the Lord's Prayer, it's also called. But something that I don't see in there is my. But what I don't see, my plans, my purposes. God, this is my timeline, my expectations. I think in order to go deeper with God, to iceberg live, we need to exhale our plans, our desires, our our comfort, our timelines, and instead uh, make Jesus the center which our life revolves around. And instead of my, make it God your. When you make God your, I believe his, your will, your plans, your kingdom, it's actually more weighty and that it actually maybe makes you sink a bit more, makes you go deeper. You know, I think we must decrease so that he can increase in our lives. Uh, exhaling, letting go of my plans, how I think it should go, how my will, my comfort. And when we decrease, I believe you allow God to increase in your life so that you can go deeper with Him. So that you don't become bobbing like a buoy. Because I think sometimes I felt at least, I don't know about you, but I felt not so much icebergish, but more like ice cubish, you know, where I'm just sort of there and I'm like getting tossed to and fro by everything. And, uh, and I'm, like, trying to go deeper, but I'm, like, only just a little bit under. Why? Because it's my. I think when we hold on to our plans, when we hold on to these are mine, God bless my plans. God bless that we can only go so deep. But when we exhale my, my, my and replace it with, God, your kingdom, your will be done. Father, your plans for my life, your timing, I believe then you can go deeper with him. The Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. I believe when we humble ourselves before God and say, God, not my will, but your will. Not making my name great, but your name great. Not make not my comfort, but Father, for your name to be exalted. Um, that I believe that you will go deeper with God. That God will actually, um, uh, that he will give you grace and he will actually exalt you. It says in James 4.10, it says, humble yourselves before the Uh, before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Sort of sounds like iceberg living. As you humble yourself more and say, God, your kingdom, you go deeper with him, and then God will lift you up. What's above the surface will lift, his goodness, his favor in your life, you being able to walk in the fullness, that wide open space that Jesus has provided for you. When I get my out of the way, I become less less buoyant like, like an ice cube. Do you remember uh, floppy disks? Do you remember that? Um, for anyone who doesn't know what a floppy disk is, um, it was pretty much like, uh, think of like a massive plastic cube, and you could save, it was crazy, you could save like two Word documents on it. Amazing. And... Uh, or if you still can't picture what I'm saying, on Microsoft Word, the little icon which you hit to save, yeah, it's not a made-up one. That's a, that's a floppy disk. And um, I remember when I was getting a computer, I was using computers before, and uh, they always had floppy disks. I used floppy disks to transfer my work from home to school. And um, and I was buying a computer, and they said, oh, sorry, sir, there is this computer doesn't come with a floppy disk. I'm like... Are you serious? How am I going to get this one document from here to there? How am I going to do this? And I felt like I'm going to be giving up my floppy disk? Are you crazy? Like I got a supply of floppy disks. I know how to push it in, put it out. I can wait four minutes for it to save. It's And And I felt I was more like I'm losing something. I'm losing my floppy disk and then it turns out there was actually a higher way. There was something I wasn't actually losing with this new computer I was actually gaining. There was something called, now many of you might not even have this in your computer, a CD drive, right? And it was actually going to a better way. I wasn't losing, I was gaining. I was going to a higher way, more capacity, uh, something better. I think when it comes to our plans, my will, my plans. When God says, hey, give it up, at times I feel like, I can feel like giving up my floppy disk. What do you mean? Are you serious? Like, I know how to use this. I can transport at least two documents in it, right? And you can be like, All right, why would I give up my plans? I've got it sorted out. Like, I sent you the timeline, right? Why would I? But... When you give up your plans for his plans, your timing for his timing, you're actually not losing something or giving. You're, you're gaining something. The Bible says that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. God is the creator of the universe. He's got good plans for you, a hope and a future. You're not losing when you give up my and take on your kingdom, your will, your plans for my life. You're actually gaining you're going to a higher way of doing things. You're saying, God, I, I receive what you have, so your way. So it's not actually losing. Now, do I ever regret giving up my floppy disk? No. I don't even use a CD anymore. No. Why? Because there was something higher, something better. I believe there, God is calling us to a higher way of doing things. Sure, I could still, in 2019, be running my floppy disk, but I believe there's a higher way. And God has a higher way. We can run our own plans, our own purposes. But know what? You can only go so far. You can only go so deep. But God has got good plans. Jeremiah uh, 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster to give you a hope and a future. When you say, God, not my will but your will, you're not downgrading. You're upgrading. You're saying, God, I'm aligning with you and what you have for me. And know what? All God's promises, they are yes and amen. You know, I love that Psalms 37 4 says this. It says, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God's not saying, just give up everything, and you're not going to ever, like those dreams that God has put in your heart ain't ever coming to pass. No, no, no. When you delight yourself in God, when you say, God, your kingdom, your will be done. Know what? Then when you delight yourself in Him, He will give those desires that he's put. Because God's put them there in your heart. He will give you the desires of your heart. You know, Jesus says that he's come to give you life and life more abundantly. When you say, not my will, but your will. Not my kingdom, but your kingdom. Not my name, but your name. Not my timeline, but your timeline. You're not losing something. You're gaining something. You're aligning with a higher way, God's way. He's got good life plans for you iceberg living that jesus is calling us to is not focusing on what i i i or my 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 but it's rather you're focusing on what he's focusing his plans his kingdom his name and when you do that you will go deeper with god as you exhale the my uh you're not losing but you're actually gaining and that God will then use you, I believe, to iceberg live. So that what is seen above the water is, will be where people say, that there's something about that person. They see the favor of God, the blessing of God, the peace of God. When there's storms going around, they say, there's something about it. And they see the peace. But what they don't know is underneath the surface is that time with him. That iceberg living that has produced that what God has rewarded you openly for what you've done in private. You know, when little nine-year-old Josiah, man, that guy was great, (sighs) bowl cut and all. Um, When little nine-year-old Josiah, what kept me from exhaling was fear, right? I was afraid of that unknown and, like, the 12-foot pool. Oh, my goodness, like, I, if I could hold every breath in I could, I would. And what kept me from exhaling was fear. I think so many times what keeps us holding on to my plan, my will, my timeline, this is how I want my, is actually this, is it's fear and worry. That fear and worry of like fear of the unknown. Maybe some fear of what if I let go and of my and God doesn't come through with your, right? What if I let go, and God, you don't come through, right? Or what what happens, how do I make this happen? There's a little bit of unknown, and you can be afraid of that. And I think at times we can death grip my plans, my purposes, my, and hold on to it. Why? Because of the fear or the worry of that future and of that unknown, in that same sermon where Jesus calls us to iceberg live, and then he gives us the example of how to pray, the model of how to pray with changing from the my to the your, he also says this. He, said, he encourages us, hey, don't worry, because I care for you. In Matthew 6, 30, he goes on, same Sermon on the Mount, he says... Uh, now, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which uh, today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven or tomorrow was snow, and will not uh, much clothe uh, more clothe you, O oh, oh you of little faith, therefore do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For all for after all these things, the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows, Uh, That you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek first. Iceberg live. All these things above the surface will be added unto you. He will take care of you. You can trust God. He gave you his son. He didn't hold back anything from you, so he will not hold back what you need. He will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You can count on him. You can trust in him. That when you ex- exhale my plans, my desires, my comfort, how I think things should look, or my experiences, that that you can seek him first. That God will come through. That God will come through. That, that he will bring you to a good end. That he's got good plans for you. A hope and a future. God wants you to be a walking billboard for His love, His peace, His goodness, because He loves you so much. You know, faith and trust in God really comes from the Word of God. In Romans 10, 17 it says this, it says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. Uh, To build faith, uh, build faith With God's word, as we get into his word, that allows us to then trust him more. And then as we trust him more, then we can exhale more of my and take on your. Then we'll go deeper. And then from that, then he will reward you openly. You can go deeper with God as we exhale. As we exhale my and take on your. As we lay aside my plans, my purposes, my timeline, my desire, that, and say your, you know what? His kingdom will come. His will will be done in your life. And not only that, but God will bring those desires to pass in your heart in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me? You know, Jesus called us to iceberg living. In Matthew 6, 6, it says this. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. God wants to have a deeper relationship with you. God wants you to go deeper with Him. to, To experience more of His goodness, His character. To have His fingerprints all over your life. So that others can see that iceberg. But what's underneath is a deeper relationship with Him in that prayer and seeking Him in His presence. My prevents us from going to the depths that God has for us. And in order to go deeper, we need to exhale the my, my plans, my expectations my timeline and instead replace it with your god your kingdom come your will be done your plans your purposes And know what as you do that also know what will come is his peace because now you're not trying to just go by with what you can come up with peace it will come his provision when you say your kingdom you know it'll come what he has for you Often fear and worry can try and cause us to hold on to that that my. But I want to encourage you today to exhale the my so that and take on God your. Because God's got you. He's got good plans for you, a hope, and a future for you. He loves you so much. He didn't spare any expense for you. The Bible says that he gave his only begotten son. So now that you can be in relationship with him, if God didn't spare his son, he's not going to spare anything else. You can trust in him. You can release and exhale the mind and inhale, God, your plans, your will. I believe that he's got something good for you. Can I pray with you this morning? Father, We just thank you that, God, you are so good, that you love us so much. Father, you've called us to iceberg it, to iceberg living. And, Father, I just pray for where there's fear, where there's worry, God, this morning, we just cast that on you. We cast the fear, the worry that's holding on to my plans or my will or my timeline. We cast that over onto you and exhale the mind. And take on God this morning. We say your kingdom come. Your will be done in our lives. God, your peace in our lives. Father, your plans. Father, this morning we say we trust you. We love you. Father, we thank you that it's not just us, a one-way street of us wanting a deeper relationship with you, but you want us to have a deep, intimate relationship with you, and that as we draw near to you, God, you draw near to us, that you've actually, it's a setup, that you've given us a, a measure of faith, Father, and that you've enabled us to actually be able to exhale the "my," so that we can inhale and take in what you have, your kingdom, so we can sink down to what you have for us. Father, we praise you, we thank you, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, know that God loves you so much, he is so for you, God doesn't stop on Sundays, he's with you on Monday, Tuesday, even Wednesday, oh, but he is there, so there for you, and he loves you. Know that God has got good plans for you. You can release and exhale the mind and say, God, you're you're not losing. You're upgrading to a higher way of thinking. Know we love you.